Здравей, аз съм Петра, казвам български язик и вие слушате The Fluent Show. Welcome to The Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. Hello listeners, hello Fluent fam. My name is Kirsten Cable from fluentlanguage.co.uk. I write and record and think about languages a lot. And I am here to tell you all about anything and everything interesting from the world of learning another language. And today we are gonna get festive for the season. This episode is brought to you from a wonderful sponsor. So let's start with a shout out and all of the messages of thanks. This episode is brought to you with support from Yabla, the video database with lots of boosts for learners of Spanish, English, Italian, French, German and Chinese. Yabla features video content, lots and lots of it at beginner, intermediate and advanced levels. And it's made by native speakers. You get a custom playback option, bilingual subtitles. You can click any of the words in the subtitle. One of my favorite things for learning Chinese is definitely that you get to slow down that audio and loop any line in the subtitle so you can watch it as many times as you need for it to really make sense and become comprehensible to you. So if you've got trouble understanding what people say in your target language, Yabla is a godsend. It is really, really useful. Yabla are offering everybody who listens to The Fluent Show a wonderful, wonderful one-month trial. So you can just try it out wherever. They've got an iPad app, they've got an iPhone app, they've got a big, big website with lots and lots of opportunities to play games and watch videos and to kind of chill out, kick back with your target language. So it's worth a look over those holidays and I'll be talking a little bit more about what you're going to do for them. But first of all, thank you so much to Yabla for supporting The Fluent Show. You can find out more about them at Yabla, that's Y-A-B-L-A dot com slash Fluent Show. Or just click the link in the show notes. As always, the show notes are at fluent.show slash 163. That's where you're going to find all the links for today's episode. I also want to say a big thank you and a shout out to the very, very kind Patreon backers of the Fluent Show. These people, every little bit helps. These people are making the show possible, allowing us to keep the show going. And if you want to join them, simply search for Fluent Show on Patreon.com. And that's where you're going to find our little Patreon page. And you can join. You've got lots of membership options. Don't hesitate to send me any questions that you may have. And patrons get lots of access to bonuses, such as extended episode notes, Q&A priority, and bonus episodes for everybody. Now, Let's talk about the season or Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas. So before I kick off today in today's episode, where I want to talk about different ways of keeping yourself fluent when you're hitting those holidays, be aware that I will be saying Christmas throughout this episode. And I want to acknowledge, though, right at the start, that not everybody celebrates Christmas. I do, and I have always done. 
But I hope that if you celebrate other holidays around this time of the year, such as Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or the pagan Yule season or whatever it may be, that these tips will still come in handy because I think a lot of people get busy at this time. And we're going to be talking, un amongst other things, about productivity. And for yesterday, I want to give a shout out to the Esperantists because 15th of December is... Samenhof Day, where Esperantists get together and celebrate. So hopefully you've had a good one if you're an Esperanto speaker. Now let's talk about Christmas time. I've got a few different topics, so I'll just give you a preview. We're going to talk about the idea of this priming, so creating an environment of within your target language for the season. We're going to talk about tutorials getting together with friends, the Pomodoro method, and then finally, what if your target language does not have a Christmas season? So grab yourself a nice warm cup of tea or eggnog or whatever it is that you like to drink at wintertime. Or if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, get yourself a cool drink. And let's talk about, first of all, the decorations, cards and the different foods and drink. And in other words, seasonal paraphernalia. Now, you might have noticed that life gets a little bit fuller and your house often gets a little bit fuller when it's coming up to Christmas season. So maybe your routine will slip. And that's something that a lot of people talk about this time of year. But you get a lot more stuff in your house. Like I said, there will be Christmas decorations, maybe. There will definitely be cards. People like to exchange cards at this time of year. And there might be different foods and drinks that you indulge in at this time of year. I'm thinking here in Britain, mince pies. They're selling them from the middle of November to after Christmas. But that is the season. So when there's mince pies for sale, you know it's Christmas time. So even if your items don't have any words in your target language on them, even an item that comes from the cultural environment of your target language can still remind you that that language exists, that that is part of your life, and it can keep you in touch. So sometimes around the busy, busy season, even if you can't read and speak and listen and write as much in your target language, it's about keeping it around symbolically, reminding yourself that you are a learner of another language, and that is simply part of who you are. And ta-da, you'll be psychologically more inclined to learn more. You'll be staying in learning mode and keeping in touch with that target language, meaning you'll get to enjoy all of the holiday magic and you won't need to shut it all out and sit down with a textbook and cram. So my first tip really is to think when you're putting up your decorations or when you are planning your meals or you're thinking about what kind of groceries to get in, Is there anything from my target language culture that I would like to try? Now, often what happens might be that you read something about what people eat in that target language country, but it's not like you can simply go to the supermarket. So that's where tip number two comes in. Christmas time is a big one for making things yourself. So look out for all those instructions that you can do and they will be there in your target language and you can do this at any level even as a beginner in a target language usually it's fairly straightforward to follow instructions without going too wrong so here i'm thinking about recipes for seasonal food from 
cookies all the way to perhaps a special seasonal stew, decoration tutorials, magazine articles in your target language. Why not even th read about Christmas party fashion? And then finally, crafting materials and crafting instructions. Making something from a tutorial in your target language is a big accomplishment. So it'll make you feel awesome. It's also something that you can bring your family and your friends and your kids in. So if you've got added childcare duties during this time of year, it's perfect. Just get them in and do some crafts together and craft something from your target language environment from another country. It's also a great comprehension check and it's just lots of fun. Plus, you get to share the results with everybody. For example, I've made biscotti before from a recipe in my Welsh learner's magazine. So it was a recipe in Welsh and then I packaged them up nicely and I gave them to friends and family as Christmas presents. And I got to say, I made these in Welsh. Are they any good? Do you like them? So you get this little talking point as well. You can talk about learning another language if that's what you enjoy. That's tip number two. Tip number three is all about getting together. This is a wonderful season where people are ready. They're expecting to get together with other people and hang out and spend quality time together. So make the most out of it. Use that time. Don't, again, don't feel like, oh, I'm neglecting my language learning. I'm neglecting like my Duolingo, the app that I stare at all the time. And then what? say no to your friends because you've got to do Duolingo. No, 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 no. If you have friends that can do or handle your target language, maybe they don't even have to know it that well, consider playing games together. And lots and lots of really fun games are available in your target language. And even if you don't have that, you can still play something like Pictionary or Articulate and just write a bilingual vocab list and then explain the vocab to the other people. If you've got any speakers of your target language or language exchange partners, just say, let's just chill out, kick back of the lesson and play a game together. Number two, at your Christmas party, perhaps if you're just having people around for a few drinks, play music in your target language or from your country, from your target language country and explore and, and share, discuss how other people celebrate the season. Again, this is a great one to do with kids as well. If possible, get out and visit a celebration in your target language community. The German Christmas market is the obvious choice there, but there's lots and lots of communities at this time of the year that put on different festivals. Everybody's got their doors open and people will be welcoming you. And it's a great time to ask, how do you do this? How do you celebrate this? So with the season being like right outside your door, you've got a good conversation starter. And then tip number three. Oh my God, if you do nothing else, watch a Christmas movie in your target language if it's available. There's loads and loads and there's more getting made every year. And sometimes it's got to be an American Christmas movie with subtitles. But actually, there's lots and lots available from the countries that have always done Christmas. So if, you're a, if your target language country does Christmas, if it's in Europe, it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> then do look out for films in those target languages and films from those areas. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well to a little list. Now, these are all, the, all of these tips so far, getting together, work, doing the tutorials, decorating your house. These are all tips on 
when you get really, really busy and you just cannot find the time, but you want to stay in touch. But what if you get so busy <laughs> and you really do want to focus and you don't want to lose it all and you say like, no, a little bit of learning really needs to stay in my routine. How do you build it in when your to-do list is, is bigger than at any other time of the year? So here I want to tell you about the Pomodoro method. If you've never heard of it, this will get you through the tasks on your to-do list. I also discuss this and give different options and interesting real-life Pomodoro ideas in my course Focus and Fluency. That's a little productivity course that takes you about an hour, an hour and a half to get through and it'll boost your language learning productivity. So you can find that in the show notes. And what we're talking about is this thing called the Pomodoro method. This is free, easy to use, and all you need is a clock or a timer. What you do is you take, make a list of your tasks, structure them in timed sessions with scheduled breaks in between. Traditionally, the Pomodoro method works like this. You do your task for 25 minutes, and then you take a five-minute break. You do this four times in a row. Sometimes I've seen it five times in a row and then you get to take a bigger break. 20 minutes, half an hour, chill out. Tis the season. <laughs> Whatever that means, as they say. So this is how you do it again. Let's break it down exactly. So in the Pomodoro method, first of all, you would write a list of three to five tasks. So these could be language learning tasks. Maybe you found a, let's say, 25 minute video on Yabla. And then you say, okay, I'll spend 25 minutes working through my language learning app and reviewing vocab. And then, oh my God, but I've really got to wrap these presents. Okay, put 25 minutes towards wrapping these presents. And then you've got one task left and that can be dedicated to whatever else is on your to-do list. Maybe writing some cards, maybe doing your taxes. I don't know. <laughs> There's so many things that we've got to do at this time of year. So you've got this list. Now you come up with how you would like to time your Pomodoro. Let's say we're going with the traditional 25 minutes and then five minutes break. Set that timer. And when the timer starts, focus on just one task from your to-do list. Focus on the task that you have chosen. Really immerse yourself. It's only 25 minutes. Time is ticking. And do not multitask. That is the trickiest thing here. Multitasking is very, very tempting. But just for this particular time, don't multitask. And then when the alarm rings, you have earned yourself a break. Maybe you'd like to step away from the desk. Maybe you just want to make yourself a nice cuppa. Good breaks really are those where you, where you stand up, you move your body as well. You might want to do a very short meditation. You might want to just play around with some flashcards or just stand in the garden. Sometimes that's what I really like to do. Just step outside the door, take a breath of fresh air, and then maybe you get cold, get back in, go back to step one. So pick the next thing on your task and start that 25-minute timer again. And this way, the Pomodoro method can help you stay productive even when it's the busiest season of the year. Now, What do you do if your target language doesn't have a Christmas season? I would say that usually even 
even a culture where perhaps winter isn't so cold, so we might not be able to get like the snowman decorations or something like that in, you will be able to find something that fits the season. In December, there are so many different cultural festivals. So do kind of investigate what is available. And if there's nothing, just see if there are other festive decorations. So think about decorating your home not cultural appropriation, but learning about your target culture and then finding something that is relevant. Or you may even find some art that reminds you of Christmas or that t talks about celebration because every culture celebrates. Then definitely use that get-together with friends, even if you're learning a language, I don't know, they say I'm learning Chinese and the Christianity is, is not the predominant religion in China and religion is maybe not the predominant occupation or the preoccupation in that country, I may still be able to get together with friends to eat the food or watch a film in my target language and just use the season as an excuse. You can also, if you want to keep it Christmassy, use festive colors and glitter pens to write your vocab list and your language notes. So just go a bit more festive on all of your notes. And my final tip is to take pictures with your phone of the decorations, of the tree, of the cards, and then add those to your digital flashcards so that you're using your uniquely festive home and your uniquely festive environment for learning your flashcard in learning your flashcards and your digital vocab. No matter what you do, I wish you a wonderful holiday, a wonderful season. Merry, Merry Christmas if you celebrated. Nadolle Klauen, frohe Weihnachten. And thank you so much. This is the last solo episode for the year. Thank you so much for listening to The Fluent Show and supporting The Fluent Show this year. It has been an honor podcasting to you in 2019. See you next week. And don't forget to send me your language learning intro to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk and have a little look at what's new on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash fluentshow. And I wish you all the best. I'm going to play us out with our Christmas creative language learning podcast, classic music. Bye-bye. <laughs>